Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Bonus episode time. And this might be one of the greatest bonus episodes you'll ever hear. The Oscars are on Sunday, hosted by Chris Rock. And for this, I wanted to do an Oscar preview show. But I didn't want to just do it with Brad and I. I wanted... I wanted to have some some special celebrity guests to break down the Oscars, do a preview, predictions, talk movies. And so I got uh, two former guests of the ALN podcast, Jonathan Kite from Two Broke Girls, uh, who's been on many times, and Jeff Richards from Saturday Night Live, Mad TV, and, um, and, and numerous other uh, TV appearances. Um, two of the funniest dudes on planet Earth, also two of the greatest impressionists that I think I've ever met. Um, so I sat down with Jonathan and Jeff Richards, um, but we were not ourselves for this entire episode. This is this entire episode is celebrities. Uh, I hosted as Tony Danza, Johnny Depp, Jay Leno, and Jeff and Jonathan uh, bring numerous uh, personalities to the to the podcast. I interviewed Jeff Bridges, Tom Hanks, Seth Rogen, uh, Donald Trump, David Letterman, Gene Wilder, Vince Vaughn, Christian Bale, uh, Gary Busey. It, you know, that's all I need to say. All right, it's an hour and a half. It's all improvised. I want to make that clear. This episode is all improvised. We didn't script shit. Okay, so get ready for ninety minutes of sheer. Off the cuff uh, comedy. All I knew is that I was going to start hosting this as Tony Danza, and that's it, man. So um, enjoy the comedic brilliance of Jeff Richards and Jonathan Kite. Uh, follow them on Twitter at JB Kite for Jonathan. Uh, Jeff Richards is the Jeff Richards on Twitter. Go see them live. They're two of the funniest guys you'll ever see. I'm on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Brad's on Twitter at Funny Brad. Uh, this weekend, Brad Williams, he's doing stand up comedy. Where's he? Where's Brad? Where is he? Do you want to go see him? Um, well, you can. First, though, uh, come see uh, me in Prior Lake, Minnesota. I'm at the Mystic Lake Casino uh, Friday and Saturday, two shows both night, at the Mystic Lake Casino in Prior Lake, Minnesota. Come out and see me. Uh, get your tickets at mysticlakecasino.com. Brad Williams is in Orlando at the Improv. Go see Brad at the Orlando Improv in Orlando, Florida, obviously. Get your tickets at improv.com. He'll be there the 25th, uh, which is today through uh, the 28th on Sunday. Uh, of course, get all your ALN merch at astoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com. Posters, shirts, hats, mugs. Get them, bring them to the shows. Brad and I are on the road a lot coming up. Bring the merch. We'll sign them. You guys did that for me in Denver at Comedy Works last week. I signed a lot of shirts and posters. That was fucking dope. Keep doing that. Keep following the podcast on Twitter at ALN Podcast, uh, at ALN Podcast on Instagram. I'm on uh, Instagram at AdamRay33. Brad's at Brad Williams Comic. And, of course, check out the LP Cologne commercial on YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel. Type in LP Cologne commercial to see that hilarious sketch. Um, all our tour dates at bradwilliamscomedy.com and adamraytv.com. Of course, set your DVRs for my show, Separation Anxiety, premiering March 8th on TBS with our buddy Eliza Schlesinger. Um, I think that's it. Now that we've got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. That's all the merch info. Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen, a bonus episode. Maybe one of the most fun episodes I've done in a long time. It was tough to laugh, uh, not laugh, and, uh, and we did. Um, but enjoy a bonus episode, an Oscar preview episode um, with, with a bunch of celebrities, uh, better known as Jonathan Kite, Jeff Richards, and myself. Enjoy. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Down and 
to a dope podcast. Eric loves dinner or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. I did read about that, actually. Wow. <laughs> well, you, you've, you're versatile. You have range. It's called Going North. The Harriet Tubman story. Boy, can I be honest? I would DVR that. I would red box that. I would rent it. I would buy it. Let me tell you something. We had a tie-in with McDonald's to sell compass hits with white face and black face. <gasps> no kidding. Did not sell. <laughs> Did not sell. Well, that's, no, that's a tough pitch. That's a tough well, pitch. Well, it was, especially because we pitched it uh, in February. Sure. Well, and well, that's, a, that's Black History Month. Oh, uh, I was going to go for a leap year, but I guess it is. <laughs> the voice you're hearing is Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> America's favorite actor. You got it. Go ahead and cue that music, Ben. Welcome to the first annual Tony Danza Bonanza Oscar Stanza Oscar preview show. It's 2016. It's February. We're only a few days away from the Academy Awards here in Los Angeles, California. Beautiful smog-filled, pollution-filled uh, and, uh, you know, but I love this place. And it's the home of stars. And, boy, this weekend uh, is full of stars. And I'm joined by a couple of stars right now. You can go ahead and fade that music out, Ben, just like we rehearsed. Don't want that to happen again. Uh, Tom Hanks with me here today. And, uh, boy, Tom, you've, you've had an illustrious career. Well, yes. I've, I've played them all. <laughs> I've, uh, I, uh, the 90s really belonged to Hanks. Yeah. I'm also joined by Donald Trump, who apparently today, it's a, it was a big day for you, Donald. Well, you know, I did great. I won Nevada. I, I look great. You know, I'm number one in the polls. You know, there's a lot of stupid people, you know. They're great. dum-dums. They're stupid idiots. Sure, sure. Now, a lot of stupid idiots go see movies, Donald. So what if you were to make a movie based on your campaign, who would play you? Well, you know, I would, you know, personally, I would like, you know, somebody like Gary, Gary Ross. Sure. You know, somebody like, you know... A strong backbone, sort of just a regular guy, you know, a smart guy, a stupid guy, a stupid smart guy. Sure, that all makes sense. Tom, if you were to play Trump, what what, what, what kind of character research would you do? Because you're a versatile boy. You you've done it all. You you were you played you played. Uh, I played AIDS. You played AIDS. You were uh, you were a guy on a beach for a little bit, and then you got fat, and then you got skinny, and then you got home, and then yes. you played a, a yes. baseball coach for women. For women. I to be fair, <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. that it was for women. You got it. I thought it was a little league movie. Oh oh no kidding. Yes. A um, league of their own. Yeah. I can see how of, you can make I the a little league. A little league of their own. Of their own. You might have added that. I did. Yeah. I uh, was on pills. Um I would say What's your go to pill, Tom? Well, I would say clonopin. <laughs> I love Clonopin. It's a fun one to say, I'll tell you that much. I'm actually selling Prixar Viagra. Hell yeah. Now, yeah. now, Donald, if you were to coach Mr. Hanks here on how to play you in a movie, what kind of, uh, what words would you describe telling him on how to act like Trump? Well, if you could climb inside of great, if you could get inside of it and just sort of like become the jelly that it is. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe with a with a, with a shot of adrenaline, you could get somewhere near me, but probably not. You know, you know, you probably wouldn't be able to get very close. Sure, sure. Tom, would you want to take on that role? Well, I've I play the hair. 
I think we all remember Castaway. Oh, we do. When I wore the hair, people said, how do you want to look? I said, I want to look like Matthew McConaughey from the neck down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to look like a, 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 a grateful dead roadie. On his last day from the face up. That is a popular look. And I want to look like Donald Trump from the hairline out. You hear that, Don? Well, this is very, this is news to me. This is interesting. This is good stuff. Where are you from, Tom? I forget, you know. <laughs> I'm from Oakland, California. From Oakland, California. You know, there's a lot of stupid people in Oakland. Donald, if you... There's what, a lot what's your of favorite, dum-dums, what's your a lot favorite? of idiots, a lot of, lot of dum-dum heads. Donald, what's your favorite... Dum-dum heads is a good snack. Donald, what is your... A lot of stupid heads. What is your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Well, you know, I like Sleepless in, Sle- in Seattle because, you know, I can't really sleep myself. Sleepless in Seattle. Well, you know, that's what they call the, it. I know. That's how I... In Sweden. That was the Swedish it title. It used to be Sheepless, Sheepless in Vancouver, but, you know, they, they, they sold that for different rights. Well, that they was sold the books. Of, that was the books. Yeah, I remember there that. There was a Sheepless series in, in Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. That, what was the name of that sheep again? Barry. That's right. And the guy lost that. He lost him. And so that. And he, he was Sheepless. The, he was Sheepless. And, you know, the farm was in Vancouver. It kind of, you know, it was. The title kinda, really says for it all. Sure. My favorite part of Sleepless in Seattle uh, the soundtrack, first of all, really set the mood. It was, it was, it was sweet. It was top dark. Notch. It was top notch. Also, Meg Ryan. That might be the first time I remember um, masturbating to uh, to uh, to Meg Ryan to a oh, CD. Yeah. I used to stroke it to a big time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what she? Well, she's just got a sweet. She does. She she gives me the feeling that if she were to look uh, through the TV and see what I was doing. That she wouldn't make me feel bad about it. No, she can't. I can tell you from experience. Oh, doesn't mind. See, this is what I'm talking about: Hollywood secrets that you only get on the Tony Danza Bonanza Stanza Oscar preview show. Now, Tom, had you been to Seattle before you did that movie? I still haven't. No kidding. That was shot on a green screen. The whole thing. Lucas Ranch. Now I heard that was just how they did Star Wars and King Kong. Ah, uh, Star Wars shot in Seattle. No kidding. King Kong shot on Skull Island, which is in Seattle. <laughs> you know what? I've heard rumors that most movies are shot there. I don't think anything's made in L.A., quite honestly. Airbud 7, Land Before Time 4. Land Before Time 4 through 8. Yeah. Seattle. No kidding. Seattle. Tom, how do you know so much about film trivia? Well, I, I hosted a show on the Game Show Network. No kidding. Yeah, after Castaway, uh, I had a little bit. People say dry spell. I say game show. <laughs> I went right to them. Cha-ching. I said, Cha-ching. Yeah. It was, uh, it was the world versus Hanks was the name of the show. No kidding. Yeah, we were canceled after 17 minutes. minutes. Oh, my God. I think I did read about that on HanksFuckedUp.com. Which I also run. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you you protect your brand. How did you prepare for the role of Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump? A lot of people, we got a lot of tweets, a lot of email questions. People yeah. want to know, where, did you follow around um, a retarded guy? That's just bit? my impression of Matthew McConaughey. No kidding. Yeah. That's Matthew McConaughey, a slightly slower guy. You got it. Trump. Who's super athletic. Who's <laughs> in the dream. I'm telling you this much. He got me into ping pong. He also made. He also got me into shrimp. He also got me into Gary Sinise. Trump, have you seen Forrest Gump? And what do you love about it? Well, I love. I love the the, the virtue of this guy. You know, I 
I've never been in braces and to to be, you know, you know, to be influential to somebody like Elvis, you know, these you've, are the sort of things is these are sort of like special things, you know. Well, you've never been a couple steps behind. And Gump, you know, l- literally and figuratively was a couple steps behind emotionally, physically. He was a retard. He was a retard. <laughs> well, was, well, well, let's be honest. He, he looked like he had a pickled pickled brain and, you know, he could barely speak. I mean, he was a retard. Well, <laughs> he was just, I would say, careful with his Careful words. with his words, careful fell with his moves. He fell off a truck. He fell off a truck, well, landed on his head Sally twice. Field was his mother. She was a sweet lady who knew how to who knew how to embrace the human condition. I think what you fail to realize, Mr. Trump, is that Forrest Gump is, is in all of us. Well, there, I will I will agree with that. There is a little retard in everybody. But, but, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, you didn't go to the Warden School of Business. You know, not everybody got in there. So, okay, well, I'm better than you. Well, all right. Well, well okay. Okay. Have you, I mean, let's be completely, perfectly, completely honest. You're better than me. Okay. Now, what? You may have more money than me. All right. But you don't you don't have you don't have the work ethic. That I have. Do you, it takes, I am in ex- exquisite physical shape. Do you know I play softball four times a week? Do you know I jump rope every morning? Do you know I no, did 14 push ups before we even started this and podcast? I've always fantasized about you. I've said this before. I told you off the air. I fantasized about you. I'm saying it now for, for I the appreciate public. That. I appreciate that. But you've always been one of my favorites. You and Meg Ryan. <laughs> Boy, again, you know what? That's not, there, there couldn't that, be better company yeah. to be in. <laughs> that is true. Now, Tom, one of the, the biggest highlights of your career was winning for Forrest Gump. And, and I want to take you back down memory lane, if I can for a minute, and, and have you relive the moment you won that Academy Award at the Oscars for Forrest Gump for Best Actor. Let's take, let's take a listen to that speech. I'll never forget it. This is you. This is you walking up. They just called your name. I remember the walk. What, what were you thinking? I was thinking they called the wrong Thank name. <laughs> so humble. Humble uh, Hanks. Um, Clear the throat. I'm, I'm standing here uh, in lieu of my fellow nominees who are just as deserving. You had to say that, right? So. Yeah, you moment. didn't believe that. But I tried to cut it into five pieces. Sure. That's a humble pie right there. Uh, I'm standing here because of an army of people. Who, over the course of uh, a backbreaking of schedule, well, it was I, set by Bob Zemeckis. I had signed on to do Saving Private Ryan. Sure. Were there more Gumps signed on for? Worked Gump two. Much harder than I did. Well, and had the future's not written. I pitched if it. Success, if our efforts were not successful. Still gumping. I'm empowered to stand here. Power Gump. The ensemble. Is he accepting the award? Uh, what is he doing? He's getting the so award right now. They will never understand. Listen to this. Made me a better actor. See, that's what I'm talking about. You got choked and I up. I am standing here. And you almost started fucking crying. I'm still doing it right now. The woman now. I share my life with, Rita Rudner, uh, has taught me. Rita Wilson, who's your wife again? Every day, just the what love Wilson is. from the movie. That's why I'm Rita Wilson. <laughs> it's Rita Wilson. Oh, got each Boy, see now. now that's what I'm talking about. You can go ahead and fade that out, Ben. That's what I'm talking about. See, you came up there. You were honest. Oh, you were real. I, I, you, you were I, real in the moment. I, I, yes. You yes. stumbled a little bit, but that's nerves. That's emotion. That's well, raw hanks. And that's what people don't get to see. They see you being, you know, a little bit uh, slow with the chocolate box. They see you trying to figure out what AIDS means. And, and they don't get to know truly why it was is. America. America did not know what AIDS meant. Boy. Amen. By the way, Raw Hanks, my reality show, 
this fall on Bravo. Can I can I tell you one thing? I'll red box it. I'll DVR it. I'll buy it. I'll record it. I'll watch it. Now, Donald, you have been around not only Hollywood, but um, you've been to a lot of award shows. Well, yes, and I've also produced many of them, and I've created even some of them. <laughs> I've franchised almost 17 different documentaries. No kidding. Well, of course. Anything that we would uh, remember uh, well, watching or that was know, nominated? This is not for me to go through each of the, my catalog of a thousand different companies doing a million different things. But to be perfectly, completely honest with you, this is, you know, such an honor to be here because you, you're two of my favorites. And, you know, it's just, it really is. I couldn't kiss your ass any more than I would. Well, Donald, and I appreciate you saying that. And, and I, and I, and I want to see, before we talk too much more movies, you are up for president. You are you are wow. trying you are trying very hard to do that, and a lot of people would say the guy to my right, Mr. Hanks, would actually make a great president. Well, well, thank you. And a lot of people would say that you, Mr. Trump, would make a terrible president. And I am one of those people. And what I want to know is why would you be? Why would you not be terrible? Why would I not be? Because I'm a great businessman. I have a business brain. You know, I have a very, very, I have a temperament that you can't necessarily put a put a gopher trip in. You know what a gopher trip is? You know what a gopher trip it trips the legs of the gopher? Uh, I you don't think that's a, a problem trip. that our country faces, uh, yeah. is overpopulation of gophers. Well, you, you know, these are the sort of things, and this is what happened with uh, with, with the veterans of the... Uh, the, the tsunami. The, the Tsunami Foundation, and the, the pigs, that they, the, 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 the quarantined pigs they buried in, the, all of the pigs got slaughtered, and not, not, no one really got to eat. They didn't have any sandwich bread anyway, but they couldn't make sandwiches, but... <laughs> You know, it was really just a long process. Well, what I think is fascinating about all that is nothing. But what you, what you, Trump, what you don't realize is that Hanks has been in everybody, okay? He's been Gump. He's been, uh, he's been a guy who, who, who wants to be a lawyer, but, but his body is fighting that from him. He's been a guy who's been on a beach. He's been a guy who's... Philadelphia, by the way, this is, you're going to get facts from me all night, was originally called AIDS Lawyer. That's what I'm talking about. Hanks knows movies. And I, by the way, I would have seen that. Only if you put Jada Pinkett Smith as the defense attorney. Because that, boy, that little spunk of, spunk of fire. She, she, was, she was actually Denzel's body double. You know what? I heard that. Well, you're hearing it again. On Denzel.com, which I subscribe to, which is also a sponsor. Quick shout out to Denzel.com. If you're looking for Denzel Washington pictures or facts, you know where to go. Dot com. Denzel, before that. Now, Donald, Tom is one of those guys that people go, he could be president. He could be he could be the, the next guy on the moon. He could I would let him babysit my kids and if one of them ran away, I would go, Well, that's not on Hanks. That's on my kid for being a piece of shit. Because Hanks is that good of a guy. I don't know if people say that about you, Trump. I don't know if people say well, I wanna fly fish with that guy. I wanna go down on that guy. Look, I want him to run my country. Look, I'm here to save the people from themselves. You know, I'm a smart guy, I'm not an idiot. I think we're gonna be able to do some great things, you know. You know, somebody asked me what do I think about ISIS? Well, Personally, I prefer Reebok, you know, maybe New Balance, maybe New Balance. Sure. Maybe not New Balance. Sure. I don't like, I have a very wide foot. I have to have something. I have to fold up the sides of my feet. Trump, what would you do if, if, if ISIS were to invade the Oscars? Well, you know, what would I do? What would you do? You're sitting there. You're sitting there. You're watching. Jack Nicholson comes out and says, uh, you know, 
the award for for best kiss goes to which you know I'm, I'm speaking hypothetically. That's hey, a thank, category- God they, thank God they added it. <laughs> Can I be honest? I was worried this year. I heard a lot of rumblings on possibility Oscar kiss. Antonio Banderas and I would have won that. For Philadelphia, boy, boy can, can I tell you another another moment? What well, I, I didn't I didn't think about pleasure myself to it, but another movie moment where I stood back and go, "Wow, the power of film!" Because here I am, scared to death that uh, that I could get AIDS. Well, you know, I would think you would have AIDS to be honest with you, Tony, because you would have every girl and guy that you want within a square radius. I've had a fun time. I've had a fun time. Who's well, the, the ride's bu- not over? Uh, the, uh, you know, and I love you, and I love you for saying that, uh, Hanks, because on the set of Who's the Boss, a lot of people don't know this. A lot of people know about Angels in the Outfield, all right, because that set was open casket, open door, open legs. All right, you had Adrian Brody, you had McConaughey, you had Glover, you had Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who hadn't gotten Third Rock from the Sun yet. But he had auditioned for it. And so just being around all those, Lithgow, people don't know about John Lithgow. The guy had so much pussy around him all the time that a lot of guys got Lithgow leftovers, which is, you know, show I'm pitching to, to Bravo. But what I want to know about. Sorry, I'm late, guy. It's John Lithgow here. What I want to know, John is I wh- just came in, sorry, the valet guy. He wouldn't give me back my ticket. I said, no one else is driving a Datsun. Well, John, and, and we'll take care of that. I'm sorry. And they do valet. And do all they, but do they validate the ticket? I, I'll take care well, of that. Here's the ticket. Then. Uh, well, I'll take- Can I see the stamp? Robbie? I just got Robbie screwed over Fred Siegel. Oh, what do you, now, John, you, you don't live in L.A. anymore. I don't. I live in Seattle. No kidding. Boy, a lot's happening up there. Well, there's a lot of work up there. Sure. What what are you working on right now? I heard you're in a a musical. That's a lot of fun. Land Before Time. They turned it into a Broadway show. I did. I wrote it. Good for you. Oh, my God. Now, John, I want to know, because there's a lot of movies in my eyes. Uh, And just a second, by the way, if you're listening to the Tony Danza Bonanza Stanza Oscar preview show, coming up, we've got Jeff Bridges, Seth Rogen, Kevin Spacey, Jay Leno, David Letterman, uh, and... um, and uh, Christian Bale. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What about my ticket? Hey, everybody. It's Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the show. Just a quick reminder. If you haven't gone over to Denzel.com yet, do it. It's our sponsor. For all facts, pictures, old headshots, and cool quotes, go to .com. Denzel, before that. Now, Lithgow, yes. doing Broadway is much different than acting with a Bigfoot. I don't know... I don't know if a lot of people know that Harry and Harry and the Hendersons yes. was real. Real. Everyone goes, oh, cool. They got a guy. They put him in a big I foot. actually thought it was the documentary. No shit. For a long time. You were fucked up. Let's I be mean, honest. I was fucked up. What did you drink, smoke, and or digest that made you go, this is real? Ajax. Good God. But not the good kind. Now, was Harry difficult to work with? Well, he was a doll. Was An he? absolute doll. Well, he was after the film. They, they sold a lot of those uh, hairy beanie babies. I didn't. They didn't sell any of me. Well, no one's going to. I gonna... made thousands of them. Well, let's be honest, Lithgow. No one's picking up a Lithgow beanie baby. Well, I was. I signed them all on the butt. But it looked a little creepy. Now, do you do, you do character research on a, on a Bigfoot? Do you go into the woods? Do you try to really get to know where he lives and what he eats and what he fucks? Or do you just go, look, this is, this is me. I'm in a movie. I'm Lithgow. I know how to adapt. Hi. <sighs> Full disclosure. I thought he was Armenian. Wow. Kevin Spacey finds that funny. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Stacey, have you seen Harry and the Hendersons? I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Listen. It's a very popular Shut show. up, sit down, listen, and learn. Look. This fucking broken cell phone has more fucking brains than you do. All right. Well, you know, it's okay. It's the company phone that they gave me for the podcast, Spacey. So, first of all, thank you for being here. I don't know if you two have ever met. That's what people assume about Hollywood. <laughs> they just assume everybody parties together. Everybody no. knows each other. I don't think Lithgow and Spacey have sat across from each other since ever. I've I'm, never. I was sorry. just going to... I was... Boy, you can't write this. This is good. This is what I was, you call. I was going to say I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of yours. We've been on Broadway the same time, but never at the same theater. Well, we have different tastes and different locales, but I am a fan. Well, I'm a fan of both of you. And if I could write a script called This is the Best Day of My Life, starring John Lithgow and Kevin Spacey, <laughs> I'd do it. I'd put myself in it, too, as the, as the deli owner with a heart of gold who just couldn't get things right. But my favorite thing about Spacey is that he shares Hollywood secrets, the, back, the backlogs, the behind the scenes. And we got into it with Hanks, and we got into it a little bit with Lithgow, yeah. and I shared some, uh, some angels in the outfield stories. Lithgow, you remember those days. Glover would come in looking for women, and you were like, <laughs> you know, take your pick. I'm still wearing the jersey. Look. <laughs> You loved that movie. Well, you I kept never trying, took it off. You kept trying to pitch Angela's in the outfield, which I, I wanted to do, but, you know, there was the one a... one-man show that I would have directed off-Broadway. And I would have seen it, and I would have bought it, and I would have red-boxed it. Now, Spacey, when you did American Beauty, did, was it you lifting those weights in the gym? Because I sat there watching, being like, I want those I, to be his muscles. I trained for probably three or four months before the movie. I had trained previously before, and I like working out in general. Um, yeah, that was me, and... Um, I didn't have to do too many takes, so it wasn't too hard. But uh, I mostly walk these days. That's how you. That's how you break a sweat. Yeah, it's not hard, but it is what it is. Walking. Yes. Now you were in the movie Horrible Bosses. A lot of people thought you got snubbed from the Oscars that year, but then a lot of people were like, "Okay." Well, I, I think my track record for Oscars is not so bad. Sure, you were nom- You you won for American Beauty. Which was unbelievable. Let's not forget about the usual suspects. You one of my favorites. Oh, that's what, Ben. Do you mind pulling up uh, the, um, the his speech from American Beauty? I'll never forget it because I'm sitting there, okay, with my with my with my with my friend Gabe, and Jewish, and he's sitting there and he keeps going. Boy, Spacey just does it right. He does it his way and he does it the Spacey way. Well, and I said, Gabe, what does that mean? And he goes, Watch this speech. Watch this speech, and I'll, and I'll tell you. Now, what do you think he meant by that, Kevin? Well, you know, what is my move? Well, you know, here it is. I basically don't move my face. So I keep it absolutely positively still. Brilliant. Spacey face. Now, <laughs> I sell skin, skin cream. Do you really? Spacey face. All right. Your publicist, Tina, did tell me about that, and we will get to that before we take a quick commercial break. No, let's, no you know what? Let's play the speech. Let's play the speech. This is the highlight of my day. Do you remember that? No, no. Pause it one second, Ben. Was it the highlight of your day, or were you just being kind to the audience? I was being kind to the audience. What was the highlight of your day that day, Kevin? Well, probably getting jacked off in a massage parlor. For sure. That's going to be the highlight of anybody's day. No, I, uh, you know, highlighted my day. Well, basically, it is getting jacked off in a massage parlor. But to be perfectly, completely honest, with, <laughs> it's nice to be here. 
Kevin, we're going to play the rest of this speech, and I want to hear your inner monologue as this is happening. Winning an Oscar is a big deal. It doesn't happen for everybody. It happened to you twice. It happened to me twice. I hope it is not all downhill from here. Pause it real quick, Ben. Now, did you mean that, or did you want things to spiral no, out of control? No, I, I, I sincerely meant that. I, you know, I've never been so, so greatly humbled in my entire life to win an Oscar, and that's how I felt. You know, from inside and out, you know, it was basically, it wasn't hard for me to, to emote what I felt. So I felt that. Ben, let's hear the rest of that speech. I first have to say. Pause it real quick, Ben. Now, Kev, what did you think you I, were going to, what did you think you were going to say when you said that? I first want to say, are you just buying time or do you have a, do you have a fucking, do you go up there with, because if you, I won, you, you literally, well, you, shut the fuck up. When I, if I won for Angels in the Outfield. I had a speech, okay? I wrote a speech when I was seven. My mom always used to say to me, Tony, put your dick away. It's time to go to bed. Quit writing your Oscar speech. And I said, Mom, you know, quit being such a whore. I was seven years old. And the speech that I wrote that day is a speech that I had in my back pocket during the Oscars when Angels in the Outfield came out. I wasn't invited to do the show. We weren't nominated, but I wrote the speech. And I said, I want to thank everybody. Psych. I want to thank my dad. When you said, are you an acid, Tony? Are you doing drugs, Tony? When you said, are you taking drugs, Tony? Kevin, I, I am. Look, life is tough. I Ajax. What are you on right now? Like, Ajax. Yeah? Did you take care of my ticket? <laughs> Ajax. Spacey, the cream you sell. Is it cheap? Is it affordable? Is it's it very overpriced? expensive, and you know it, it's very expensive, and it's very difficult to get because we haven't even produced it yet. I um, we're still making the batter. I just wanted to get it out there, but you know, to be perfectly, completely honest with you, um, Johnny Lithgow, I yes, I am concerned about your drug problem. I I, am, I, I want you to think uh, sincerely. Uh, Let's go ahead and play the rest of that Spacey speech real quick. I would like to dedicate this to the man who inspired my performance. Now, pause it real quick, Ben. My- now, for sure, you're talking about the man who jerked you off in the massage sauna, yeah? That's right. He was a very, he was a taught man, and he had virtue uh, beyond belief. And he struck it hard, and he struck it good. Let's play the rest of that speech real quick, Ben. My friend and my mentor, and since my father died, a little bit like my father... All right, now pause it real quick, Ben. Now, that's an interesting thing to say. Never have I gotten a handjob from somebody who remotely resembled my father. Lithgow? No. But Spacey, you, you, well, you, you, you saw something in this guy that obviously enough of your dad to be able to say that on Oscar night. That's a, that's a big deal. Well, you know, it's, what, what can I say? It is what it is, you know. I do. Um, you know, I want to celebrate life with my father and my friends and my father and all the people that knew my father, but I'm not going to just sit there and not get jacked off by, you know, a random Asian woman. You know, I'm not, I don't, I don't have time for that. Sure. 
Now, um, the Oscars, uh, and, and thank you so much, Kevin Spacey and Lithgow, for being here. Uh, I need to welcome in two more uh, of my friends here to sit down for this Oscar roundtable uh, to talk about uh, the nominees in the movies. This is a big, a big, a big night where where Chris Rock is hosting a famous comedian. He's got jokes, he, and he's going to have some controversy surrounding him because there's been a lot of hoopla and a lot of what about the fact that there were no black actors nominated uh and no no midgets either but that you know that's that is a whole another bag of of midgets to talk about another podcast but what i want to what i want to ask my guest uh and i'll introduce him in just a moment is what do you think's going to happen on oscar sunday with chris rock's monologue and then we'll get into the picks and who's going to win on oscar sunday when tony danza's oscar bonanza stanza preview show returns Hey everybody, it's Tony Danza doing another commercial mid-show. Hey, have, uh, have you felt a little dry down there? Have you felt a little uncomfortable between the legs? <laughs> Sounds like you've got a serious problem. Well, go to Rite Aid. They've got a lot of different band-aids and creams you can use. Specifically, Tony Danza's band-aids for the middle of your leg. Four ninety nine, right next to the pills and the deodorant. The Axe deodorant. <laughs> the fancy kind. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, with Tony Danza's Oscar Bonanza show. And my guess, you're never going to believe it, Seth Rogen. Uh, I, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And Academy Awards, Seth, thank you for being here. And thank by the you. way, you can't smoke. Uh, thank you. Exhale. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Doug. And also with Seth Rogen, two-time Academy Award winner or nominee? I don't know. But all I know is that I love you. I loved you in Hook. Oh, thank you. I loved you in Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers. I loved yeah. you in um, that movie where you tried to fuck your teacher. <laughs> I never released that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the, it's the great, the one and only Dustin Hoffman. Thank you for thank being you. here. It's great to be here. I can't be now, Dustin. Uh, Seth smokes a lot of weed. Have you? Do you ever partake? I smoke, I smoke too. Yeah. And what, what's your favorite thing to do when you get high, Dustin? Like a lot of the go, fans I like are asking. To go, I like to do podcasts. <laughs> That's what I do when I get high. You gotta be kidding me! You're high as a kite right now. The only reason I did it is to give me kind bug at this studio. <laughs> Dustin, do you have an approach to acting, or do you just walk in the building and, and look in the mirror and go, "It's Hoffman time"? You know, I try to center myself. I try to keep myself, you know, my routine very strict. You know, I wake up and I do a cold bath. You know, I do voodoo. I do voodoo on myself. You're a voodoo guy. I do voodoo on myself. Now, what does that mean exactly? Because normally I would hear that sentence on well, the subway and think, well, that's a crazy person saying that to themselves. But I, hearing it now from you to me, I feel like there's a little bit more context. It's a very long process, but I can basically tell you that I would. I use voodoo dolls that look like me. And I, I know the procedure with the needles. And I, it's to release tension. My, my heels are very short. Do you still keep in touch with Peter Pan? You know, we, we have a very good relationship. Uh, you know, we still phone each other uh, maybe once, twice a month. You know, very, uh, he's doing very well. <laughs> Dustin, I got to be honest, this is a real treat for me to, to be meeting you because I had a giant crush on Tootsie. Well, that's, you know, a lot of people say that. Well, a lot I'm, of people mean it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm stocky, but I'm also petite. <laughs> you know, people want to fuck me. You know? Sure, and sure. I understand that. You know, they want to they wanna grab hold of what they can. You know, a little, get a little Dustin Hoff. <laughs> 
fuck me, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Seth, now you, you've been in a lot of movies, and some people say you play the same guy in every movie. Uh, that is, uh, that is, uh, that is actually, uh, that's not true. I, no. I, 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 did you see the movie Jobs? I did, where you played, uh, uh Steve Oziak. Yeah. I was, you were uh, phenomenal. In thank that. you. Thank you very much. And uh, I heard uh, a funny story that, that, that you, that you had uh, you had to really learn how to build computers. I, uh, I that is absolutely true. I, uh, 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 had you built anything? Uh, now I'm sure you'd built bongs out of computers before. I, I did old. Uh, you know, you actually take an old monitor and uh, you plug it in uh, to your lungs. <laughs> it's a gravity bong. But I, 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 I want to say something that most people sure. do not know this about me. Oh yeah, I was the bear in the Revenant. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not kidding you. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Hoffman, did you know that? Did you see The Revenant? I didn't see it yet. Oh, my I God. It, it is amazing. You are going to uh, uh, love it. <laughs> I saw a preview for that movie and thought to myself, that's the guy from Titanic. And what's he doing I with was the a- bear oh. from... Uh, from Yogi Bear. You got it. So I thought to myself, those two got together. Anything's possible. Absolutely. I, Maybe a Who's the Boss reunion can happen. Speaking of you, uh, who, who's the boss? I uh, I just want to say, uh, I uh, for my wife the other day, we picked up the Tony Danza uh, vaginal spray. The, sure. The douche the boss. Can you ask? Can you can you be honest with me? Did you? Did, be honest with me, Rogan. Did you like it? Uh, I thought it was amazing. I love that. I love that. And what people don't know is it's not just for women. Uh, I was asking Seth, how was it for you? I'm wearing it right now. I didn't want to know how your wife was dealing with it. I haven't given it to her yet. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) I've given it to her yet. (laughs) Now that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fucking. (laughs) Now, Hoffman, did you get to fuck anybody on the set of Finding Neverland? Uh, Well, you know, I like to just get head. (laughs) So I didn't do an actually... the actual fucking, but I would get head before I go out and do my lines. Can I uh, can I ask you something that I've wanted to know my entire life? When you pull out and you jack all, all over a girl, do you yell, Rain Man? No, but I think it. Yes! It's basically the same. <laughs> my life is complete. There was a long hallway. There was a long, when I, when I got up here, I got up here and I went up the long It's hallway. a little bit of a journey, yeah. Then I went down because no one was here. And then I, looked, I went. I went, came back up here. Sure. Then I went to the, went to go. Went, I went and got a coffee. <laughs> hey, does this story get better at any point, Hoffman? No, I'm just. I'm just telling you because I, you know somebody's gonna validate my parking. No, we, we'll take oh, care. Oh yeah, of you. I, I also need my parking validation. I got you guys. But what I really want to get from you right now is a quick, uh, a quick um, uh, guesstimate preview on who. Our big winners on Sunday for the Academy Awards are going to be. All right, I'm going to read you a couple nominees. Uh, you know what? I'll read you all the nominees in a couple categories, and I want to hear from you, Seth Rogen, Dustin Hoffman. Who's going to win <laughs> on Oscars Sunday for Best Picture? There was the big short. Did you see that? First of all, Rogen, the big short. Uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't that short. It was uh, it was kind of a long film. It was a little bit. If I'm being honest, it was a misleading title. <laughs> <laughs> Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. Hoffman. Did you see? Did you see? Did you Did you see it? Well, I didn't see it. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of things. The only things I've been watching has been uh, the Planet Earth for sure. Yeah. Have you seen Cupcake Wars? Uh, nope. 
Now, uh, Brooklyn is also uh, nominated, as well as Mad Max, The Martian, Room, Spotlight, and The Revenant. Now, most of those movies, you know, they, they sound like people or places where you might uh, find somebody who just, you know, had an abortion. If you're lucky. <laughs> if Hoffman, have you seen The Martian? And if so, yeah, I, I actually, <clears throat> I did, I did, I did, I saw it. I saw The Martian. From one to ten, being you how know, much you love the movie, I just love Matt Damon. I would give it. A, I'm gonna give it eight point five. Yeah, he could do anything. I just love him. He's a great kid. He could do anything in my eyes. Or I right, had him and, over or for it, dinner one time. I had him over for dinner after he won the Oscar. And, oh, for uh, Goodwill Hunting. That's right. And I what did he? What? What? How was he that night? Ecstatic, I bet. It. Well, we had mashed potatoes and gravy, and um, so he was. Of course, he was excited. Do you cook, Dustin? I cook. Yeah. What's your go-to dish on Oscar Balsamic. Sunday? You're gonna be. You're gonna have a party out here. There's a big Hoffman. Sure. Uh, the- guacamole party. Everybody brings their own guacamole. We just get avocado dip. You know, I heard a funny story that your uh, your 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 co-star from Finding Neverland, Johnny Depp. Brought a really interesting guacamole, and he's here right now. Johnny, t- tell tell uh, tell Hoffman real quick. Well, it was an interesting story. Basically, I have um, the thing that what, when Dustin asked me to bring over the guac, I said, um, "I said how much of it?" You said how much guac? How much did I say? You said bring fifteen. No, you bottles of it. I said I put it in a bowl. I didn't know you could put it in a bottle, but I I put the guacamole in a bottle, and and we brought it over, and I squirted it out onto the chips, and you said. Ah, I love it. Well, I, I did love it. I thought that was fantastic. Nobody thought of that. Well, what I want to know is that you had this corn salsa that seemed, um, it seemed like it was, um, like you ripped it off from a cookbook or something. But it was a jalapeno mango chutney. That was it. And it would with a, a demi-glaze. Uh, Seth Rogen, I want to know from you, when you get super stoned and yeah. you and you had, want to dip your chip into a dip or yeah. some sort of cream or a salsa, yeah. or, um, what is your favorite, um, what to dip it in? It in? Uh, Nutella. I, uh, th- there will be some chocolate at my Oscar party. Uh, <laughs> Edris Alba will be there. And, uh, he's gonna bring Nutella. So, uh, I, uh, I dip it all. I dip it all! I love that. You know, I've once, I've been told that sometimes my scarves, uh, look like they might have been made out of hemp or weed. Um, but I want to know, do you want to buy, uh, one of my scarves, Mr. Rogan? Because I wear them all the time. I wear multiple scarves because I have a scarf business. Uh, I was gonna say, before you started talking, I literally thought that you were the mic stand from Aerosmith. <laughs> I was uh, speaking very, of. That's very funny. Speaking of, it's uh, very funny. Uh, thank you. Speaking of Nutella, did you see when I was in Chocolate? I kept pitching the director. I said we need to have Nutella on set. If this is a movie called Chocolate, why isn't there a Kit Kat machine? Why isn't there a Nutella lady who walks around and asks, "Going, hey, do you need Nutella?" You know. Uh, yeah, you, I think you say that in the audio commentary. I do, I do. On the movie. And I was, uh, I watch, I've seen you movie so many times. When you do audio commentary, and this question is for both of you, Mr. Yeah. Hoffman, Mr. Rogan, do you, do you, do you, do you remember what you're, what you're watching? Or is it for the first time? I don't like to watch my movies. I just recently, uh, watched Benny and June, but that's because I didn't know I was in it. I, uh, I have never seen a movie I've made. Mm. Sober. Ah. 
So it's I I I I I do not remember like any of them. I when I when I saw Joe Hill, I thought, "Wow, I have really been taking care of myself." Right. Do you do you have a favorite uh, actor in the awards um, this year? There's for actor in leading role um, for both of you: Brian Cranston, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Michael Fassbender, and Eddie Redmayne. Who do you think will win? Uh, I hope it's Leo because uh, we. You know how many times we did that bear rape scene? That's where most of the budget went. Well, that's right. You were the bear in that movie. I, I was. So I'm really pulling for my guy. He got viciously me. Um, Attacked by that bear. That must have been. Can I I just say something about this podcast, which I I love. I love the Tony Danza can get up and use the bathroom. You guys, you guys take your time. Look, I will. I will jump back up. Look, sorry, I will jump back on the mic when I have to. I just want to host for a couple more minutes, and then you can step back. No problem. Uh, The viewers at home cannot see this, but Danza is in the bathroom. He's talking from the bathroom. (laughs) Look, the rumors are true. And it's amazing. His voice carries. I don't know why you're uh, you're not still doing uh, Honeymoon in Vegas on Broadway, which well, you were amazing. At. I am. I am. But I am. But I am it. I, look, I, I love to sing. I'll, I'll sing. From the time I was a boy. See, I'll sing from the bathroom. I don't care. The acoustics are amazing in there. Now, I want to know from you both got, of you. You got a good set of pipes. You got a good set of pipes. Thank you so much. But I, I haven't sung a song since um, Sweeney Todd. Uh, don't why, you, you sing a little bit in those pirate movies. Why yeah. sing? Well, the only things I like to really, truly sing to myself, I like to take a drop of peyote and a little bit of Theraflu, and then I sing Billy Ocean's Greatest Hits. There were to me, there wasn't a bad one. I and I love that you said that, Seth, because I am actually thinking about trying to start a Kickstarter to get Billy Ocean back on the road. Get out of my dreams, get into my car is the name of the tour, and I hope that get out of my dreams, get on the road. That's what I'm saying. Get out of your house and get into onto the stage and start singing again. I've got like three loonies, Canadian loonies that I could donate. <sighs> what are those? Uh, there are money. In Canada. Oh, what is money? Uh, it's like a thing that you sort of use to get other things. Dustin Hoffman, who do you think is going to win Best Actress in a Leading Role? What are, what are the options? <sighs> are, it's a, t- it's a tight race this year. You've got... Um, Michael Fassbender. Matt Damon. Are you talking Redmayne. about the, for the guys? For the guys. For the guys. Yes. For the guys. Eddie Redmayne. Michael I really Fassbender. would like to see Leo win as yes. well. Well, the thing he should have won for the Aviator, but he didn't. He should have won for um, the Beach, but he didn't. He should have won for Basketball Diaries, but he didn't. He should have won for the night that he came to my house and we played Uno until seven a.m. and he somehow changed the game of Uno into war. <laughs> while playing with Uno cards. And I said, that, my friends, is a performance of a lifetime. You know, just to be in your presence would be, <laughs> it's just as great, you know. Well, I have, I have game night every Friday from 2 to 4. A.M. Rogan's been there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when we played Battleship? Uh, I do, I sort of. It was uh, you. I've seen the pictures on Instagram, but yeah. I, do, I don't remember having my fist up there. <laughs> it was, well, I do. It was Depp, Rogan, 
and uh, Jeff Bridges, who will be joining us shortly um, on this uh, Oscar preview show. And Bridges has a story from that night that will blow your mind. I'm going to hand it back over to Tony, and thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to step out for just a moment. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you. Hey, uh, Seth, will you do the commercial break? I'm still in the shitter. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to uh, Tony Danza. Uh, I don't know how your crotch smells, but if it doesn't smell great, then you can use his douche the boss. It works on everything. Your Angela, your Mona, your Samantha. Uh, <laughs> it smells great. I actually am uh, douching the boss right now. So let's bring it back to Danza. I think he's wiping. Thank you so much for that commercial, Seth. Uh, and of course, as a reminder, Rite Aid, Vaughn's, Safeway, Albertsons, Toys R Us, they all carry the Danza douche spray. Pick it up, um, not just for yourself, but for a friend or a, or a family member. It's a great gift. We are talking movies. We are talking Oscars. Uh, I am joined by Oscar winner Jeff Bridges and arguably one of the greatest late night talk show hosts in the history of the world. David Letterman, who is newly retired. Oh, jeez. Don't, don't pour it on. <clears throat> and enjoying his freedom, I must say. You know, I'm having a nice time. I'm just trying to uh, play it cool. <laughs> Dave, you've been off the air for a little while now, and a lot of people want to yeah, know. Don't rub it in. Well, a lot of people, people want to know, Dave, yeah. what, what is life like in well, it, retired? It's, it's just a series of quesadillas. You know what I'm saying? It's just an ongoing series of quesadillas and each one just more gooey and drippy and more delicious than the last i gotta ask you something man i uh I, wait, are, are, are you telling me you're not on the air anymore man because my dvr every night oh my god those are cassette tapes well <laughs> Boy, if you can't see it right now, but Bridges is you just mine was blown right there. My mind is absolutely blown. You were a man. big fan of David Letterman. I huh? still am, man. I've been on his show for a long time. Uh, we, 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 you know, man, we we we, we vacationed. Remember yeah, when geez. we went to uh, Cedar Point? That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Cedar Point. Yeah, that stands out. You ever, you ever been to Legoland? Uh, 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 have I been to Legoland? Uh, when haven't I been to Legoland? I just left Legoland to come over here. Uh, it, it, could you be more uh, profound? Could you have more disdain? No, not me. Thanks. Goodbye. Good night. Now, David, I want to think I'm going to start a, a web series. Jeez, uh, <laughs> David, I want to know. I want to know. I want to be on that web series. I want to know. Well, I'd love to see yeah, that web don't, series. Don't wait by the phone. I would love I to know. I don't have a phone. We've got Best Actor in a Supporting Role on Sunday at the Academy Awards hosted by Chris Rock. You know Chris, Dave. He's been on your show many times. Sure. He's a nice, upstanding uh, gentleman, and he's a very funny, brilliant comic. How do you think he's going to handle all the the hoopla surrounding him as far as does he do any jokes? Well, you know, that's that. I would say yes. <laughs> Are you on drugs, uh, son? Uh, he, uh, he's going to do jokes. He's, he, I, from what I understand... From the people I have on the inside, he's doing jokes down at the comedy store and, and other uh, such places. He's running his set. He's getting he's, warm. He's getting trying to get together the, what will be the uh, materials uh, for the, the, the festivities of the Oscars. Yeah. Now, now, now uh, another another friend of mine who just stopped in, who who is no stranger to running jokes before the show, is a good friend of mine, former host of the Tonight Show, Jay Leno. 
Oh, thanks, Tony. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, um, what I want to know, Dave, is uh, first of all, you you've been to the Oscars, and Jeff, you've won at the Oscars. Now, uh, yeah, I I I did. I spaced out for a second, man, but I do. I love Oscar Mayer hot dog. What are we talking about, Jeff? You won for a movie that I that I remember. You came on the Tonight Show, and you you specifically talked about your own crazy heart and how you didn't even know how to play the guitar. I I didn't. Yeah, and I wrote that song. How does flying feel like falling? Well, you know, T Bone Burnett. A lot of people thought to themselves when that when that movie came out, they said, "Boy, Jeff Bridges can do it all. He plays the guitar. He's got cool hair. He smokes. He smokes. He tokes, and he lifts it up the way you're supposed to do it." Dave Letterman, you were quoted as saying Jeff Bridges might be the greatest actor of all time if Danny DeVito wasn't alive. Uh, did I say that? What was I on pills? Uh, but with all seriousness, uh, I've always been a big fan. I like you. You're a good guy. Nice going. And, uh, I, I wish the best for you. But, but, but geez, you seem, you seem a bit uh, scrambled. You know what I'm saying? I just woke up. Have I've you- been asleep under the table for about 17 hours, man. I just got back from Joshua Tree, man. Have you guys, have you guys... That's not the tree's name, man. I talked to him. It's Carol. Have you guys noticed the buzz surrounding Oscar Sunday in the category of director, where we have got quite a, a a five movie race for the big short... Mad Max, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight for, for best directing. Now, I saw Spotlight. I saw The Revenant. Wait a minute. I thought Birdman was up. Birdman was not up, nor was up the movie, the animated film, based on, of course, we all know. My life. Yep. We all I was a balloon salesman for years. Well, and this is what I want to talk about, Jeff. Not a lot of people know your true backstory. They go, oh, that's Lebowski. That's Jeff Bridges. That's the guy who plays guitar and used to sell Hyundais. But now. Hyundai Sonatas. But- and Hyundai Elantras. But you owned a balloon, and I find that fascinating. Well, a lot of people don't know this at the, uh, you know, there's no, there's never a hard time for the Bridges family. My brother Lloyd. How is Lloyd? Uh, Bo, I meant Lloyd is my father. My father's gone. Dave, when you were a boy, did you, (laughs) Dave, when you were a boy, did you ever fantasize about hosting a talk show? Or was it just one of those things that you wake up one day, you're behind the desk, and you're interviewing Paris Hilton, wondering to yourself, <laughs> uh, it had been a dream. It had been a, a thought process. Yes, maybe I could do it. No, I can't. You know, back and forth, this sort of tug and, uh, tug and forth. Uh, I've been there. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it had to be, it wanted to be a fruition of what, but no, I didn't think so for sure. I didn't know. I didn't think so. What, you know? I, what I think is the toughest part of our job, Dave, is that we have to interview people sometimes that we don't care about, okay? When I interviewed Hugh Grant and he was like, yeah, hey, you know, I, I, I put my thumb in, a, you know, in, the, in the lady. She, she's a man, right? That whole thing. I remember, I remember that like it was yesterday. And I said to myself, oh, this is going to be good. But I didn't care up until that point. And I want to say sometimes you have people on and you go, oh, I got to research them. I got to watch that movie. Yeah. All the movies that have been nominated for Sunday, I watched them. 
some movies you don't see. And there's a there's a classic moment on the David Letterman show when you had on Cuba Gooding Jr. and you hadn't seen Cool Runnings, and he and you asked him about it, and he said that's not me. He said that's uh, the guy from Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug from uh, Different Strokes. Hey, he lives you know, above me, man, in Venice. Dougie Doug lives above you. He does, man. He's well. He, to, to, to How be, is he? To be fair to Doug, he's the building manager. Boy, that can I be asked? That sounds like a sitcom. But that's a sweet We're gig. Trying, you know, that's that that is a, not not to joke too much, but that's a sweet gig. Uh, being the apartment manager, it, you would think it would be sort of a dopey a position for sort of like a degenerate. But uh, but no, if you think about it, you get free room and board. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And, and, and it, all you got to do is kind of sweep up a little bit and say hi to, to people there and give them a key if they need a key. Uh, then and that's about it. The only time, every time I need an extra key was when the vending machine got stuck. And I had put in $6 to get a bag of, of, of Frito-Lay uh, chips. And I said... <laughs> There's no way I'm putting in seven dollars. I'm gonna go get the key. See if they can open up the back. I can take the chips and, out that I paid for. And then you were, uh, you, you, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, man, you should have called me. I had some extra Fritos at the house. I always extra do. Fritos. Also, I used to see old YouTube clips of you breaking into vending machines. Well, yes. that was that was a prank show that I did. That's right. You would go. That's right. This guy would go in the high school locker room. It was called vending machine, and he. Would, <laughs> We were mean to vending machines. And he would break the vending machine in front of these young prepubescent kids. Most most of them paintless. And Jeff would break. Most of them women. And, and Jeff would break the vending machine and see how these kids would react. And most of them. It was a crazy time, yeah. the 90s. Well, that's when VH1 was really on top. Dave, when you interview, when you interview Dougie Doug, tell me straight up from the heart. Yeah. Did he mind that you thought he was in cool? I'm sorry. Did Cuba mind? Yeah. Oh wait, it was Dougie Doug. You said it with Cuba. You yeah. called Dougie Doug Cuba. Yeah. That's the mistake. No. Yeah. So that happens, and that for you, yeah. that was a turning point. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it just it would behoove me to use better uh, judgment in the beginning, but uh, you know, it's hard to tell them apart. You know what I'm saying? Now, Dave, you guys were known for having amazing sound editors on the show. And, Jeff, I know specifically for True Grit that your sound editor was, was, a, was, was a genius. Sound editing on Sunday, it's between Mad Max, The Martian, The Revenant, Sicario, which I always get mixed up with Rosario Dawson. I thought she was nominated for a movie. <laughs> then there's Star Wars, The Force Awakens. That's also being up. Now, looking at that just on paper, I go, what's, what's going, it's going to go to Star Wars. It's going to go to Star Wars. Because, the, because they... Can you say that one more time, it, Jay? Yeah, I said, well, looking at it on paper, it's going to go to Star Wars. That's because the sound bite I like. It's Star Wars because the sound... Have you ever seen a, a live ship, a Millennium Falcon, fly through the sky? It sounds like this. Well, how does it sound? It sounds like this. Whoosh. Well, but if you go to the planetarium, the Griffith Observatory, man, they got Bose speakers. But they don't have Millennium Falcons, Jeff. Oh, man, I, you're right. I was thinking of just a Falcon. Now, Jeff, you called your hot air balloon Millennium Falcon. I do, man. I do, and I have a, uh, I have a guy who, 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 who hangs out. Dave, when you were a kid, yeah. did you ever think... 
that you would be sitting here on a podcast with the Jeff Bridges. It's just, it couldn't, and I try to put this in words that you can understand and comprehend. It just, it would make no more sense uh, to sit next to a, a dirty old toad than to, 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 to be without this gentleman. And truly, it is a, an honor and a privilege to give you this uh, broken cell phone award. Well, broken cell phone. I got to yeah. be honest with you, man. This, I uh, this is a real moment here. Man, I'm touched. I uh... Jeff, you now now Ben, can we pull up Jeff Oscar's speech real quick? Because you, you you get emotional here, I'm and this, getting emotional and, here. and and this is what I want to talk about for Sunday because there is there is an etiquette with an Oscar's accept, acceptance speech where where you go you go up there and people go all right you you won. Thank, thank some people. But don't cry too much. Don't try to be too funny. There's a balance. And Jeff, you're so cool that, that I want to know, do you, do you just go, I, I, did, did you even want to win, by I'll the way? I'll tell you what happened. Number one, I Gabriel Sidibe was sitting across from you. I didn't know I was nominated, man. Okay. But number two, my acceptance speech, I wrote it as a joke, and I used to try it out at the improv. No kidding. I would do a tight seven. And I would have my uh, my brother, uh, Bo, would play me off as if they were. It was funny to us. Uh, we weren't asked back, which was kind of. You know what? Is there a lost and found there? Because I think I lost some sunglasses. I want to play that speech covered real quick. in feathers. I want to play that speech real quick, Jeff, and take you back down memory lane for when you won an Oscar. Here it is. We don't have it yet, but what? So, I was quiet. I was really. <laughs> What I want to ask you, yeah, tell me, man, is is when when you filmed the movie, yeah, uh, Tron. Wow, have you seen Tron? Boy, I can I be honest? I had a Nyquil dream of the exact script of Tron, and then literally two days later, it came out. So talk about the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, stuffy at fever, so you can create a Jeff Bridges movie in your dreams. <laughs> Sleep medicine. That's what. That's what I thought. So to wake up and go, oh, it's the real thing? That, that was crazy to me. You know who they wanted for Flynn in Flynn's Arcade? Emmanuel Lewis, Webster. No kidding. Rest in peace, by the way. Oh, Are you excited man. for the in memoriam? <laughs> did, he, did he just die? Did he die or not die? Because I, I have a concerned interest. I, well, he Emmanuel, didn't just die. He didn't just die. He's been, he's been deceased for... Oh, you got to be kidding me! I am excited for the in memoriam. Well, here's my thing about the in memoriam: they don't they don't give the right people enough time. I agree, man. I uh, I agree. This guy that I knew, Horsey Jackson. Yeah, well, that's the thing, Horsey Jackson. There's a lot of actors, cinematographers, lighting designers, guys uh, that that just don't that that don't get acknowledged. They're always talking about, hey, let's focus on, you know, this guy, and you know, but what about what about Bobby Banks? Do you remember Bobby oh, Banks? Bobby, yeah. Bobby Banks is dead? Oh, Jesus, Jeff. Bobby Banks has been dead for 50 years. Oh, my God. And I heard him on the radio last night. And, it's, uh, and he's never made an in-memoriam. And I know, and I want to I wanna real quick, Jeff, just hold that thought, because my my, my good friend, uh, Vince Vaughn, 
he was the one who even brought it to the Academy's attention that the In Memoriam needed to be 15 minutes longer. Vince, what did you exactly say to him? Hey, my man, I just want to say right now, we got we got to acknowledge. You know what I'm saying right now? We got a lot of money people in this industry and shit like that. Yeah. And I'm saying right now, from me to you, my man, because I feel like we feel each other, and I said that to the Academy and stuff like that. I do when feel people it. die. Yeah. When they die, when they're not here anymore, they're still in our hearts. You know what I'm saying right now? Mm-hmm. Like in the part where we can feel and shit like that. We got to put that up on the screen. You know what I'm saying, my man? And I said that actually about a good friend of mine, Billy Winkle. Billy okay. Winkle. Yeah, yeah, he was a guy. People don't even know this. He was the guy who was friends with the driver who helped out the guy who played Yoda. Not Frank Oz. I'm talking about the cartoon series. Yeah, yeah, in the Wookiee Christmas special. You know what I'm saying, I my man? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, of course you do, my man, because you got a heart, you got a soul, you got a brain. You know what I'm saying? You like America and you like me and you kind of like the energy and I shit like, like Tim that. Tim Duncan, too. Very- Tim, oh, my. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm actually having an Oscar party at Timmy's house, my man. Are you really? Dude, Vince Vaughn, can I be honest with you, Dave? You and I are cool. Vince Vaughn's the coolest guy around. Ah, I appreciate that, my man. I like the energy. I like being I like that you got snacks around here, my man. I like everything. I. By the way, I, I just took a key. I don't know. I heard you guys in the hallway talking about the vending machine i fucking open that shit up with the key and shit like that it's free fritos for everybody my man <laughs> i heard free this, fritos. somebody's had some red bull well they give me wings <laughs> I, I i was gonna say i call my heart icarus now there's a there's a great story about tim duncan are you filming me sir you can't you can't take video of me i'm sorry there's a great story about tim duncan's last oscar party which apparently is where Vin, it, apparently it's vince vaughn host tim duncan hosts vince vaughn's oscar party which apparently Tim Duncan has just an exquisite house. Uh, apparently Tim Duncan. He's not even there. He, he doesn't live there. He doesn't he, even know. It's a house that he actually looked at, that there was a rumor. People don't even know that he's from the, the islands, my man. Kind of right. like the waves and shit like that. Sure. The sandy beaches and whatever. So, uh, you know, we were down there, my man. And so I actually fly a bunch of people out. It's actually in the neighborhood, but it's not really there because there was actually a tropical storm that kind of wiped a lot of that shit out. Right. But I actually have the, the, the Duncan home. The Dunkin' Donuts, which apparently is also a Dunkin' Donuts, is a Dunkin' Donuts, but was built as a replica from the movie from the from from Blank Check. So Tim Duncan apparently loves Blank Check and said, "I want that." It's house. his favorite movie, my man. It's his favorite it's movie. movie. How can I use the house? I got to do the the speech and about for, that was cut from the movie about the check and about being the blank and shit like that. And small piece of trivia, and I want to welcome in uh, real quick uh, one of our one of our last guests here, um, Academy Award. Winner, I think, but I don't know because I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot. Okay, I know that the Google Dolls were on the Tonight Show a record-setting fifty-two times, and I don't want the world to see me not have the Google Dolls on my show. It's what I used to say. So we book them again, Dave. I appreciate you being here, Dave. Thanks, but, thanks a lot. But 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 scoot over just a little bit because right. the guy who wrote Blank Check, the guy who gave the story idea to the guy who actually got credit for it, Mr. Gene Wilder. Well. It's nice to be here. I wanted to be here earlier, but I'm I my Uber I couldn't get I couldn't get the Uber to work. They the I the storage I don't have there's something wrong with the storage on my phone, so I I could only get here now and I'm here now. Rumor rumor has it, Gene, that when you were coming up with the idea for blank check, you you, you everyone said do Willy Wonka's Two, do Willy Wonka three, do Willy Wonka four through twelve. You said, you said, and I quote: "I'm gonna read it here straight, straight from your from your website." There's not enough candy for me to pretend that I made. What That's, do, now, I, I said that, what? and I also said I'll just do seven. So that was the problem. They wanted more. Well, to just do seven, you'd have to figure out what you know two, three, four, five. You know, would you'd have to write those scripts and not use them. 
And and Mike, I always wanted to play Slugworth. I'm just going to say it right now. Well, I Slugworth liked, was a great. I'm a, you're not going to top this Moneyball. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about the Brad Pitt movie. I'm talking about this guy's energy, this guy's action, and shit like that. I'm not going to top this guy. Vince, but I always want to do this. I always want to be Slugworth. My you man. and well, Slugworth. I'm alert. I don't drink. I'm very proper. I just yell sometimes. Now, Gene, when 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 you first came out in Wonka, I got to be honest. My my whole thing was this guy knows candy. But if you're going to make Wonka four through seven, there's other candies. And your whole problem with the, with the pitch was that you didn't believe these were real candies. What were some of the candies they were telling you that you were going to be in charge of? Uh, some of these made-up fake candies. Uh, well, they had things like, and I got to keep some of it, uh, strawberry dobblers, uh, wow, nickelback awesome. peach wafers. Uh, I, I'm sold, my man. Where do I pick up some of that stuff? Jelly grap nuts. Not a grape nut. It's a grap nut. It's, it's now, what Hawaiian, is the I guess. A Hawaiian grape nut. Now, my whole deal is I love snacks. But if I don't know what, what it sounds like, like I don't know what a grape nut is. So, but, and that was your problem. You were like, how is Charlie Bucket supposed to sell grape nuts when we don't even know what the fuck these are? Charlie Bucket. But Charlie Bucket had some real problems, didn't he? He did. Well, he sleep with all... Well, let's be, and let's. He was, he was, brother was a transvestite. He was sleeping with four grandparents. And Vince, you know what that's like, because you grew up in an orphanage. I did in Chicago, my man. With all senior citizens. I did. Well, we called it an old folks home. We didn't call it the orphanage, my man. You got it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, they were young at heart, but they were old in the body. You know what I'm saying? And so we would be there and shit like that. And I would, every morning I'd come in and I'd say, hey, I got the golden ticket. I won the golden ticket, but it was just like um, a goldenrod paper. And you ran charades, I read. I read. I'm still running it, my man. I'm still still running. I just came from there and I'm going there after. This guy, you know, you don't turn it off. You don't stop doing it. You don't stop loving it. You don't stop pushing it. Well, that's what cocaine does to you. Well, and, and that's also what determination does for you. That's what I call determination is I've never touched cocaine in my life. I, I actually have it tattooed in my nostril determination, my man. Because I like the energy. I like to feel that I'm a part of people like that. You know what I'm saying right now? Like, I'm the Borg. You know that reference from Star Trek? With I do. There you go, my I man. Do. I'm the Borg, my man. I'm like your mother, who's a good friend of mine, and we both know that. Sure. I've actually hung out with her, and yeah. I, we did the thing at the Ralph's the other day with the bags and the cookies <laughs> she and shit won't like stop that. stop talking about it. I won't stop talking about it. I'm talking about it right now. I'm talking about it right now. I'm having a great this time. This guy came up to my mom at the grocery store. She was picking up some snack wealth. All right? Snack wealth. Because it's, it's cookies for fat people. Cookies that, that when your mother's not fat, she's delicious. She's, that's what I always tell her. I lady. Know, she's and that's be, why she wants to, to blow you. She is fat. She's fat. Hey, hey, one man's fat is another man's delicious. Gene, speaking of fat, that fat fuck who drowned in the chocolate river, nobody saved Augustus. him. Nobody Augustus. saved him. And I always had a problem with that because well, I was I was bigger the kid. I, I think thought, it's because he was Austrian, my man, and we really hadn't forgave them for a lot of shit. You know what? This is true. This is true and this is real. And this is why I think chocolate Chocolate is is possibly the leading. You talk about you talk about drunk driving. You talk about. Uh, you talk, I talk about it all the time. Vince Vince has that charity. Let's talk about drunk driving. Yeah, and, yeah, and you yeah. come out to let's talk about sex, baby, and you change. Let's the talk lyrics. about drunk driving. How you should not do it now. So put that bottle down and get out from behind the wheel. It's just part of it, my man. They, but we have it in the ringtone. Now. You raised three hundred twenty thousand dollars last year, and you spent half of it, but. The other half went... To be fair, I put that half on the ponies. <laughs> Are you still betting on ponies? Gene, when Augustus drowned, I remember there was a whole story going around that said Gene Wilder screamed and made an, uh, an onset fuss because you thought that Augustus shouldn't die that early. He was the first one to, to well, die. Well, I just, to be honest with you, I was... Uh, 
dreading going to the funeral. I hate those things. Funeral, uh, funerals are fat kids. You know, and I would have to go because I was the main guy in the movie. But, you know, there are things that happen and things that don't happen. And, uh, you know, I'm very uh, thankful for, you know, everything that I've had to come up with and deal with in the last 80 years. And we're thankful for you, my man. I- I'm thankful right now that I'm in the presence of you because that fucking movie, it changed my life. Changed my life. I never looked at candy. I never looked at business the same way. You know, here I am punching in, punching out, doing my jokes, selling people shows, selling people movies, selling. Can selling, I tell you something? Every time, Google Dolls. every time I go into a room, I pretend that I'm crippled and I fall. Every time. Boy, did you get you me know, start thinking you, of dance? You think- people call that the Kaiser Soze. I call that the Gene Wilder. I call it the Grandpa Joe, who you- also fell and got up again. Chumbawamba style. Chumbawamba, he, do you know him? Yeah, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Chumbawamba, yeah. also one of the candies. He was get me down. And Willy it was Wonka. Caramel. It was well, caramel. Here was the problem with I Willy Wonka. I love Chumbawamba. Well, that was the problem with Willy Wonka 7, the script. Every candy was just a, 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 90s, a 90s band. You know why? Guess who wrote the script? Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath. And Lou Beg. <laughs> you think it's a joke? This is true. Well, there was Mamba number five. There was uh, there was <laughs> maroon <laughs> macaroon five macaroon five. It was <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> something like macaroon five. <laughs> with Goo Goo Doll Gobstoppers, and there was Vertical Horizons uh, with berries. And look, candy is candy. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna stand here and say that I don't enjoy a tasty sugary treat. But if you're going to make a movie with candies that are believable, that, that kids are going to want to buy a million dollars worth of tickets for, you can't just be making up fake candies. I digress. What are you playing there, Ben? It's all good. It's well, not like we're getting played off here. You know what I'm saying? Wait, that's, well, it's the Oscar theme, I mean. I'm just going to play in that and way. And real quick. We'll, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'm going to step out. I'm going to step out. Thank you. Hey, hey, real pleasure to meet both you guys. Hey, my you man, I'm sticking Mark? around. I'm actually going to be sticking around because I need my parking validated. Oh, well, Tony, I'll take care. I'll, I guess I'll start my Uber process. Well, uh, real quick. So, uh, first of all, guys, uh, Jay, thank you so much for being here. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, you talk about that playoff music real quick. we got a few more minutes left. I just want to say, is there somebody's speech, is there, so, is there somebody that you're looking forward to getting played off? Is there somebody who you're like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad the music's playing because nobody wants to hear you talk because a lot of people use the Academy Awards, Jane, and you know this. You've been to a lot of award shows. They use it for their own agenda, okay? They get up there. They go, thank you so much. I want to thank my agent. I want to thank the Academy. I want to thank, you know, my high school drama teacher. But let me now shift gears and say the world is ending. Stop driving cars. Stop buying shoes. The sky is falling. Clouds aren't real. Smurfs are coming back to kill us all. Are they doing a third one? They're making a third Smurfs. Hey, man, I'm going to be first in line. <sighs> Dude, I'll be second in line behind you and Will Smith because we know, of course, from reading Will Smith's Instagram, he is a big Smurf and lover. And he is going to play Gargamel. Well, this, if Hank Azaria can't do it. I didn't want to say it, but we're going to say Spoiler it. Spoiler alert. We announce it here, my man. Well, we announce all the big news right here, my man. And there's other big news that I want to announce, but I'm going to save it for the end of the show. But it has something to do with Will Smith. And Jeff Bridges and Tony Danza and Dustin Hoffman. It's a little project. That we're, I'll not say at the end, but real quick. Do Eugene, do you, who do you hate in Hollywood? You know, I, I don't hate anyone. I, um, 
you know, I haven't watched television in 25 years. And good, good God. I, I, uh, I read and I write and I, I drink grape juice and I sing. I read one of your poems recently. I don't want to put you on the spot, but it touched me in a way that, um, I, look, there was a time on Taxi when Christopher Lloyd used to, used to, used to make everybody cry. And it was offset. And I would go, that guy's a human being. The way that he taps into our hearts is unique. And your poetry, Gene, has a similar sensibility because you Thank write you. about unique stuff. You write about stuff that people don't talk about. Well, I write about uh, commonality uh, amongst man and woman. Uh, hey, well preach, as, brother. Hallelujah. Well, and, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, a one-street situation. You can do different streets. You don't have to be on the same avenue or highway or juncture or, you know, whatever you are. He's talking and, about roads, my man. You know, we're talking about paths, you know, and what was Yeah, yeah, once. I'm saying that the road of life. You so. talk about fizzy lifting drink being uh, a, a metaphor mm. for finding your own bit, thir- your own bit, your own thirst quench- quenching motivational beverage. I wanted to sell it as a thing. I wanted to produce it. I wanted to have a factory. But nobody wanted to back it. But it, the, if we would have got on it before the movie was going to take off, then we probably would have had the. I got money right ball. now. Vince, I got money in the room, my man. Here, I just threw out a hundred dollars. That's a hundred dollars, Gene. And Vince is serious when he throws money down on podcast. Uh, podcast and ponies. I never, I never lie. The my guy man. bets. The guy wins. The guy lives. The guy fucks. The guy breathes. The guy eats. The guy is Vince Vaughn. Now, Gene, you said in your. The poem that 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 won six awards uh, awards from the the national poem festival for, for the, the arts, scholastic n- for the scholastic news. news yeah the scholastic book news that you that you said again fizzy lifting drink and I, I hate to go back to it but that it is a med- like that we make our own fizzy lifting drink and wow. then you and then of course well, there was a I side would, note that you said Gatorade was ripped off what you know is basically fizzy lifting drink two point and 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 Powerade is Gatorade and all sport is shit. And Fresca and Shasta need to make a comeback, but that's a whole other podcast. Gene, what 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 is the reason that got you to where you are, and why does it work? And how how can Tony and Vince apply the Gene Wilder school of life? I'm here, my man. I got a notebook out. I'm taking notes, my man. It's it's about virtue. It's about being okay with yourself. Okay. It's about waking up and going, "I like me. It's okay. I'm fine." I saw you do that when I came in, and I, I didn't know if you were having a moment. You were looking spazzing out. Well, I, I freak out on the automated operator when I get on there because... Yeah, you were talking to JetBlue. You were unhappy about I just can't do it. You know, they go, hi, you know, are you Willy Wonka? Can you do Willy Wonka? Can you, you know, and they, they risk their jobs just to talk to me, and it's flattering, but it's too much. Really. Uh, qu- a, quick, a quick prediction from Eugene. Who is going to win Best Actor on, uh, on Sunday night? Christian Bale. Brian, I'm sorry. He's in the supporting, my man. So who's going to win best supporting? Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, Mark Ruffalo, Mark Rylance, or Sylvester Stallone? And a lot of people think Stallone is the underdog. I got him. I think he's in, my man. I think he's the overdog. I think he's the, I think he's over the dog, my man. The he's dog the, is the award, but he's kind of over and on top of it because he's going to snatch that puppy up. You know what I'm saying you're right the, now? You're the man now, dog. Sean Connery style. That, how was he not nominated? Well, in the, life. Well, if we can talk about real quickly, 
And I want to I want to welcome back uh, Tom Hanks and David Letterman to, to to close this out. Well, I'm here. That Tom is. What did I teleport here, Dave? I want to know who. <laughs> Dave, in all the movies and all the years, who should yeah. who should be nominated? If there could be a category that was like the should have been. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, uh, it, uh, Lon Chaney. Well, I know him well. Yeah, but he did pretty well for himself. He the played the Phantom of, of the Opera, right? The Man of a Thousand yeah, Faces. Yeah, yeah sure. Boy, and you Tom, know, you're known for having a thousand faces. Well, I, I am, but but it's it's just mostly me gaining weight. Well, and a thousand voices, because f- for you to play the role of a tiny toy. Well, <laughs> see if you can tell the difference at home. Here we go. Hi, Buzz, you're, you're, uh, you are a toy. You are not a space ranger. Or... I have AIDS. Well, that second one was Woody. Jeez. He was telling Buzz on the way to the pizza shop. He goes, look, Bingo. I got a confession to make. The first one was from Joe versus the Volcano. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about range. Now, real quick, Seth Rogen, uh, if you don't mind, we got to wrap this up. But I want to know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? what? I, I want to know. <laughs> Everyone says Knocked Up could have won an Academy Award. I want to know, do you think Observe and Report? Uh, I actually think that's the best work I've ever done. You went to malls. You hung out a lot. Apparently, you got a lot. I'm still doing that. You got a lot of fights at kiosks, those cell phone kiosks. Yeah, because those cases are not waterproof. Yeah, and you have an issue with that. I do, because that's the thing that you are selling. Now, Dave, you still don't know what a cell phone is. I read this. Yeah. Well, I don't have any real interest in talking to other people. Uh, it just it doesn't uh, it doesn't calibrate right. It it doesn't feel good, and I don't think I have to conform uh, to such uh, to, to such chaos. Uh, and and uh, it just you know so you know, on and on, and not to mention if I had it, I would break it. If I if I if I if I put it down, I would lose it. So, you know, to me, if I put it down, I would lose it. Sounds like um, sounds like a great way to to head into Sunday where it's, you know, if you put it down, keep it up and you won't lose it. I'm talking about your chin. Sure. When you walk into that award show, I'm speaking for the actors because it's a big night. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think if I don't win, it's over. You know what I'm saying? If Gabrielle Sidibe hadn't won, I feel like she'd be working more. But she won. The pressure got on top of her. You know, she didn't And by win. pressure, it, I mean R. Kelly. She, she actually did not win. I'm pretty sure Gabrielle Sidibe has of, six Oscars right you're now. You're thinking of Monique. There it is. Now, I do want to say one thing about, about Monique. She, she's been cast, okay, in a film that I, I feel like there's a lot of controversy ready to surround it. The the new Babe Ruth. The candy bar. <laughs> Not yeah. the baseball player. They're remaking Babe Ruth. John Goodman did the original. Amazing. And now yeah. it's Monique. And I got to be honest, because Joseph Fiennes is going to play Michael Jackson. And I think In the movie. there's a whole bunch of these crossovers. Danny DeVito is going to play Rosa Parks. There's all these black, white transfers that I'm, I, I, Christian Bale's going to play uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And that's what I'm saying is that how far... And Christian, if you don't mind, real quick, I just want to know... Yeah, what's up? Do you... How do you prep for a role like that that's already been done? 
that's already been looked at, that's already been fantasized and celebrated in elementary schools across the globe. Well, simple. Let me tell you something right here. I, uh, people don't know this. I was Moses, actually, in uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings. And, uh, you know, I let people, I let them, you know, they said, how are you going to get them out of Egypt? And I was going to say, hey, get out of Egypt. And that's what I did with black people. So I'm not Jewish. A lot of people don't know this. I'm not, I'm not Jewish. There's nothing Jewish about me, right. except I uh, do like coupons. So same But you don't principles. observe Shabbat. No, but I am wearing a keeper right now. That You know what? That's how cool you are. That just looked like a really sweet fedora. You know, it's tiny. I saw them on my website, tinyfedoras.com. And while we're talking about websites, of course, when you're looking for everything Denzel, pictures, quotes, behind-the-scenes footage from Training Day and the Hurricane. You want to see how Denzel got in shape? Reproductions of his... For American Gangster? Reproductions of his... Cock. Chocolate Denzel Cox. All available on .com. Half Denzel. off for Easter. Denzel before that. Half, hey, Easter's coming up. What are you doing for Easter, Christian Bale? Well, I... Uh, we're in, you know, I'll probably go, uh, you know, uh, look for eggs or something... Uh, Try to find, uh, you know, uh, 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 eggs, the color, you know, they just, anyone happens to have a cat, and we get a lot of Easter grass for the kids, and the cat eats the Easter grass, and it shits out, and it looks like a tampon. Boy, I haven't seen one of those in a long time. A cat tampon. <laughs> Dave, what are you doing for Easter? Well, well it's all about Henry, uh, what he wants to do. Uh, we'll probably do uh, what we did last year, which would be to 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 get some T bones, and, and and just sort of uh lounge, uh and eat the T bones and, and and just sort of lounge. Uh, it it would be it would be even a, a greater metaphor if we didn't do it, but that would be uh malnutrition uh, at, at least. Well, look, it, it, it goes without saying that this has been a true honor. This is the first Oscar preview show that I've done. And, and I'm going to be honest, not going to be the last because this Sunday is a big night with big stars, big moments and big surprises. Um, I want to thank all my guests who uh, who are here today. And um, Kevin Spacey. Thank you. Thanks. Jeff Bridges. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank you, man. David Letterman. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks a lot. Tom Hanks. You know how I feel about you. Well, uh, back at you. Vince Vaughn, I know it was a long trip, but I'm glad you made the stop. Hey, my man, anything for you, my man. Dustin Hoffman, we're waiting for another movie, but uh, you know what? We'll take a podcast. Keep waiting. (laughs) Thanks a lot. And uh, one guy I didn't thank, but he was in the corner, Gary Busey and Nick Nolte. You guys have been waiting patiently. But, Gary, real (laughs) quick, uh, last-minute predictions. Last-minute predictions. Well, it just has to be... It has to be the right right time. I don't even know. Uh, let's say probably uh, Lana Turner. I uh, is that she doing it? No, she's yeah, Lana. Lana's I've known Lana, and she is you know gorgeous. I I I I, I named my my dog Lana. Gene Wilder. We're waiting for another Willie Wonka. <laughs> I don't know what well, what you're waiting for, but we're waiting. Well, I you know I've I've been retired for many many years, but if you'd like to read my poetry, you can go to my website, genewilder.com, 
and uh, I'll be uh, I'll be available in emails or uh, if you want to send a package, then you can. There's a post office box there too. Christian Bale, uh, oh, yeah, you, yeah. you've won an Oscar. Oh, I'm excited to be here. You know? Where are you going to watch the Oscars on Sunday? Real quick, can you uh, give the fans an inside look into Christian Bale's life? Yeah. Wait, where are you going to be? Wait, 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 the Oscars. Wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm nominated this year. Right, so you're gonna go. You're gonna go to. You're gonna go to the show. Yeah, every time they know me, I say, "Oh no, I'm just gonna show up because they got a CD summer for me." But honestly, honestly, I hope Sly gets it. Honestly. Now, Johnny Depp, are you gonna go? Because you're not nominated. Well, I mean, Black Mass was. Um, it's a movie that's been um, talked about, but it's not nominated. So I will. Um, I'll probably be in the parking lot of my limo, uh, hanging out with um, Game Mr. Busey. If that's all right with you, Mr. Busey. Well, I'll probably be under some sort of overpass at that particular moment in time. And you know you, what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, Mr. Uh, Hanks. Uh, well, I, uh, well, I'd like to go, but I'll be different bri- bridge of spies. That's right. That's right. I, I, this is a, I feel out of place here. Uh, well, uh, I'll join you. I, uh, <laughs> now, I, I, I will join you, and I will also join you because uh, you know, I, as we all know, I've been uh, been off the end. I'm looking to host my own post Oscar party. Uh, it's, it's all right, Jay. Uh, so here's the thing. Yeah, we did it. We came. We talked. Movies, moments, friends, speeches. Ben, if you could give me that Oscar, that Oscar music again that we started with. Folks, it's uh, it's been a doozy. It's been a fun hour and 27, 28 minutes. The Oscars are Sunday. Nobody knows what's going to happen, but one thing is for sure. Dan's a douche spray is available online. Is anybody going to take care of my parking? Yeah. Let's go. I told you. Ride with Wilder. No. I already have a car here. I have a Datsun. You, you can afford it. You can I, afford it. I, uh, seriously, if you want to do Uber, it's only like three or four bucks more. So. I can't abandon the car. <laughs> We're having a good time. This is good. No, but seriously, you're going to have to figure that out. I got no cash on me. Damn. <laughs> Guys, this was the Tony Danza Oscar Bonanza Stanza preview show. If you liked everything you heard, of course, uh, go online, give us some ratings and comments, and of course, watch the Oscar Sunday and tweet at us all because <laughs> we're all the real people. Good night, everybody. Sing along. You know the words, Hanks. And now, da-da-da-da, Oscar. 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 Oh, good night, everybody. From Hollywood, California. Oh, man. That was maybe... Are we recording or no? We got to do it again. Yeah, yeah, we do it. That was a pretty good dry run. You recorded that, right? Show. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes. On iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. 
boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Why wait to live your best life? Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care at InnovativeGYN.com are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow and endometriosis will spread. If you ignore a GYN condition, you can also risk anemia from increased blood loss. Why are you waiting? The CIGC difference is our training and our techniques. State-of-the-art, minimally invasive procedures are performed as same-day outpatient surgeries. Recovery from the exclusive CIGC procedures is just days. Innovative techniques, superior results. That's the CIGC difference. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. 